name's Jonathan Nato, and I am in New England. Hey, everybody. I'm Hamad Zaidi, and I'm in Redondo Beach, California. And this is Limping on Cloud Nine. Hey, man, Jonathan, I know you have, because we just talked about this. Mm. You've seen Almost Famous? Oh, yeah. I, I love that film. That, that's a great film. There's so many great like one-liners in that thing. It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> you know what we have to do is we have to, we have to review that film in oh, yeah. our upcoming show. Totally. Absolutely. I would love to but, do that. That'd be a lot of fun. So do you remember the scene in Almost Famous where they're on that plane and they think it's going to crash? <laughs> yeah. And they're all freaking out. Yeah. And one of the band members is like, I'm gay! <laughs> yeah. Right? And then they don't crash? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? So today's podcast is about the one time... I was on a plane. I, you know, I've flown um, well over 2 million miles in Man. my life. Yeah. Probably closer to 3 million. I say that because I have a million miles, more than a million miles, just on American Airlines alone. Mm. And then if you combine all of my flights with all the airlines for, you know, three decades, it's well over 2 million, probably closer to 3. Right? Yeah. So in all the flights I've been on, I've been on flights of sheer turbulence. I've been on flights where there, there needed to be emergency landings, right? Yeah. But today I wanted to talk about one flight that I honestly thought was going down. No kidding. It was unbelievable, right? So... It was a Southwest Airlines flight. I think it was from Kansas City to Los Angeles. And it was years ago, long, okay. t- long, long time ago. Okay. Uh, like late 1990s, early 2000s, right? First thing is fasten your seatbelt. Turbulence is coming, right? I don't even pay attention to that anymore because I'm like, I fly a lot. If the plane goes down, there's really not much I can do about it, <laughs> right? When I, so just when enjoy I, it. Just enjoy that you're in the friendly skies and what happens happens. Yeah, when right? I when I flew, I don't think we hit turbulence at all, like going down there or back. So I don't think we hit at all any at all. That's insane, man. You went to Jamaica with no turbulence? I I believe so. Like, I mean, I I know I don't remember feeling the plane shake. I mean, honestly, I, I slept down there and back like pretty soundly. Like so, but I'd imagine I would have woken up if it was, you know, severe shaking, you know, like but Yeah, I, well, I'll, I'll tell you my trick is I stay up the night before I fly internationally. Mm. So then when I'm on the plane, I just crash out. Well, for for me, like, uh, even if I'm in a car, if I'm even, like, I don't even have to be dead dog tired. I could just be kind of, like, slightly tired. Man, the car knocks me out. Like, it's the not being able to see and just, like, the motion of it or just the feeling of driving on the road. I just, I get, I zonk right out. And so I think the plane did the same thing to me. It's just, like, kind of the motion of it and not right. being able to see. And I was just like, I just zonked out both times. Yeah, I know. It was crazy. It's, it's, uh, yeah. So we're flying, right? And first it's turbulence. Then the turbulence doesn't happen. I mean, I mean, it happens, but it does, it goes away. Yeah. And then it comes back again. And still, I don't even care because I'm watching a movie or I'm doing something, right? Yeah. And or writing a script or whatever I was doing at the time. And then 
a little bit later it comes again. Second time it comes, it like it it pushes the plane down mm. a little bit, like you felt it. Mm. You know, like going in a not a huge roller coaster, but going just through like a little dip in a roller coaster. Yeah, you can kind of feel your stomach go up a little bit. You're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so this isn't the best flight in the world, right? <laughs> Everything's fine. As we're a couple hundred miles out of Los Angeles, they get on the flight and they say, we might be a little delayed, right? Because we're having trouble getting the landing gear to come down. Oh, right? Man. And that's the first time I sat there and thought, that's not good. <laughs> that's really not good. Yeah. Right? And so some people started to freak. I didn't. You know, I'm like, eh, well, you know, they'll figure it out. And I started chuckling because I started thinking about that movie Airplane. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Where um, I have to tell you a story about that. I have to tell you a story about that. But anyway, this keeps going another 15, 20 minutes. And then the, the uh, flight attendant gets on the, the uh, you know, the overhead again. Yeah. And she says, you know, the captain wants you guys to fasten your seatbelts. Again, right? It was always like fasten, unfasten, fasten, unfasten, yeah. right? Yeah. And she goes, fasten your seatbelts again. And then she paused and she stuttered and she said, the landing gear has still not come down. They can't unlock it. And I'm like, oh, man, that's the second time she's mentioned it. This, this is not a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's when people started to freak out. Right, because you mentioned it twice, meaning it wasn't corrected yet. Right. We get closer and closer and closer. And then, man, <laughs> she she doesn't get on the third time. The third time the captain comes on. Oh, man. Right? And you know what he says? He goes, hey, folks, um, you've you heard about our landing gear, so we're freaking that out right now. But just to let you guys know. Look at the exit nearest to you. It could be behind you. And your floating devices are under your chair. People started to scream, right? Yeah. I started to shake my head. But that was the first time that I started to think, wow, am I about to die? <laughs> like, is yeah. this it? Yeah. Right? No, you know what? He didn't mention the floating device. He mentioned the oxygen mask. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because we were going from Kansas to L.A. Yeah. So it was oxygen mass falling from above you. Okay, and remember okay. that you're to cover yourself first before you help a child. Yeah, or something. yeah. Right? Yep, yeah. And so people started to freak. And then five minutes later, the airline attendant, the flight attendant, the woman that was doing most of the, the messages. Yeah. She gets on the mic again and she goes, ladies and gentlemen. I just got to tell you, if you believe in God, oh man, now would be the time to pray. <laughs> Is that nuts? <laughs> oh man. And so when that happened, my heart dropped. And I thought, oh God, I'm, I might be dying. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It was the weirdest 
moment, man. Because, you know, I talked about in, in a previous podcast about the near-death experiences. Yeah. Right? And almost falling off of a cliff on a mountainside yeah, or, yeah. Or, or the rock quarry trying to jump over a tree in the rock quarry. Yeah. But, you know, I had that sinking feeling on the cliff on the mountainside because I felt like I was falling over. Mm. But I didn't have it when I tried to jump over the, the little bush in the rock quarry because I thought I was going to make it. Like, right. I was an idiot. Yeah, right? yeah. This feeling was unlike any other I've had because the feeling is you can't go anywhere. The landing gear is not coming down and they're asking you to pray. Yeah. <laughs> Those three things don't go together very well. <laughs> no. Right? And it's the weirdest moment because, you know, I wish I could sit here and tell you I freaked out and screamed and cried, but I didn't. You know what I did? Hmm. I started laughing. <laughs> and, and I know this about myself. When I'm really afraid of something, which is rare, but when I'm afraid of something, I use laughter to cover my, my fear. Mm. Right? So I started laughing. And the guy next to me, like, you know, he was tearing. And he's like, what are you laughing at? And I said, oh, dude, you know, of all the things I've done in my life, you know, the last day to be on like a, a, a tight seat on Southwest Airlines. <laughs> I mean, it can't end like this. It cannot end like this. You know? Yeah. And as we were going down, I just kept on saying to myself quietly under my breath, keep believing that it's not going to end like this. It can't. You've got too many things to do, man. You've got to build, you know, you got to have a family. You got to find somebody dumb enough or smart enough to marry you. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, you got to have kids. You got to buy a football team. You got to win an Oscar. You, you got to do a lot of things. You can't, this can't be the end. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then in the last minute, it worked out. But the weird thing is, I'll never forget those. And I'm not going to say it's like 45 minutes. It's probably three or four minutes. Yeah. But I can never forget those three or four minutes of what really goes through your mind. You know, when you really think it's about to end. Yeah. You know, like when you had your accident, you probably didn't. It happened so fast, I'm assuming. You didn't have a, a lot of time to process oh, what yeah, was happening. Oh, yeah. No, no. I mean, I, literally all I remember is waking up in the hospital when... Who knows, like, how many days it was past the actual accident. I don't know. Right, right. So, But you, you didn't have time. You know, like, I'm not equating a, a plane flight that almost went down with being executed, although, you know, the result could have been the same. Yeah. But I've always felt, like, what does, what does a human being think about as they're going to the gas chamber mm. or they're going to get injected? Mm-hmm. You know, or they're going to get electrocuted. Yeah. Like, what What are the last thoughts you have? Yeah. Right? Because mine were just, this can't happen. I've got too much stuff, too much stuff to do, man. It can't end like this. You know? Yeah. It was really wild. It was really, really wild. So did the landing gear, did they get it down, like, right they before? They did. Okay, like, yeah. right before? I, 
I wish I could tell you that we had to land on the belly of the plane and it yeah, slid, in yeah. the, slid into a terminal and there was a big explosion and everything <laughs> was fine, but that didn't happen. They, they, they got the landing gear down. They landed. They screeched to a stop. And I'll tell you, the explosion of cheers when that plane landed was louder than any Super Bowl I've ever attended. Oh, I believe it. I, I would, how many people said I'm never flying again? Most, most, <laughs> you know, and the funny thing is, here's what I laughed at. Cause you know, when we landed, I, I've always believed I'm a super lucky guy. Yeah. Right. So when we landed, I went to the, the captain and he's like, thank you for flying Southwest airlines. And I'm like, Hey, so aren't all of us going to get at least a free ticket on Southwest? And he just smiled and he goes, I don't believe so. I mean, we landed safely. And I'm just thinking, dude, <laughs> dude, you just told us to, you know, to get ready for the emergency gear. And you're, you know, that's what I was, I didn't say anything. To him. Right, I just right, left because right. people were trying to get off the plane. Yeah. But it's pretty wild, huh? When, 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 you, when you give that, like, that last call, like, if you believe in God, pray. I mean, that, that. Like you know, messing like not that they are messing with people, but they they thought it was you know everyone's in grave danger at that point. So I don't right. know. I, I I hear what you're saying. Like, hey, are we gonna get free tickets? Because man, you know, to put someone through that emotional kind of roller coaster, and then be like, oh, never mind, the landing gear's working. Boom, they land. I mean, I, I see what you're saying. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and here's the thing. When she said, if you believe in God, now would be the time to pray, she didn't say it like that. She didn't say, if you believe in God, now would be the time to pray. She did it like this. Ladies and gentlemen, if you believe in God, now would be the time to pray, right? Yeah. She had these long pauses in the middle of it. Yeah, so it makes it that much worse. (laughs) Which makes it worse, right? Yeah. Because... If you hear a flight attendant say, if you believe in God, and then not complete the sentence for about four or five more seconds, yeah, you're like, oh, my God, what did he just say? <laughs> if I believe in God, and then there's a long pause, now would be the time to pray? You're like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm thinking, well, we are 34,000 feet in the air. We're already halfway to heaven. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it might... I don't know. Again, when I'm in fear, I use comedy to try to cover it. Yeah. So just a wild experience. And I'm not going to say I wish all of our listeners have that experience. Did, did, anyone, pull, I don't. did anyone pull an Almost Famous or like, I, I did this when I was five or I cheated on my midterm exam in high school. <laughs> did people start admitting stuff? You, you know, I'm sure they did. I didn't hear any. I didn't hear any. Yeah. Because everyone was screaming. Yeah. I mean, they were just screaming. Yeah. Right. Anyway, I just wanted to share that moment because there are moments you will never, ever forget in your life. And that's on my short list. I mean, I'll never forget the birth of Lena and Zoe. Yeah. I'll never forget my first date with Shahina. I'll never forget the moment that I got into UCLA film school. Mm. I'll never forget attending my first Super Bowl. Mm. And I will not ever ever forget being on that Southwest Airlines flight ever man and let's say I've, I've flown Southwest Airlines many times since so I didn't hold it against them there you go 
Um, I yeah. see, but I see things a different way, John. I, I see things like I've already had my near-death airplane experience. Yeah. That box is already checked. I'm good now. <laughs> I'm good for another 50 years. I hear you. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you guys want to check us out, you, know, you can find us on Google Play, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, every other Android podcasting app under the sun, most likely. Um, and don't forget to check out uh, LonelySealFilmFestival.com. We're accepting features, documentaries, web series, short films, and a screenwriting a contest. So LonelySealFilmFestival.com. And Haman, how can they get a hold of us? They can get a hold of us at info at limpingoncloud9.com. That's info at limpingoncloud9, the number 9.com. And if you're a filmmaker or a screenwriter who wants to apply to our festival, you can go to www.filmfreeway.com and just search for Lonely Seal Film Festival. And if you email us to let us know that you heard about our festival on this podcast, we will email you back a discount code. There you go. to apply definitely and everyone thank you for listening and downloading we will talk to you next episode see ya